But yeah, we're going to talk about uh, Goldfinger. Dude. He's the man with the Midas touch. Goldfinger. <coughs> the man with the Midas touch. You know, he didn't really turn... No, he didn't anything. literally have... It, it was more of like the businesses he... he he got his fingers into turn to gold. Yeah, which stronger wordplay than one would hope for. That was percussive. You percussive piece of plosive. Wow, dude! Pop, pop, dude, pop. Not pop, on pop. air. Yeah, you're right. That was out of line. Yeah. Back to that. Bert Bacharach. Now he's playing hits. Nah, I think he's dead. Is Bert Bacharach dead? I don't know. Bert, what are you doing? Was he ever really... Stop. stop before you with? even say that, stop. <laughs> right now. Uh, I mean, did you ever really look into his eyes? He had uh, All right, so episode 18 had, of Swamp Things I Hate About You. He had cold eyes. like. A, and my name's Eric. Like a doll's eyes. They were cold. And my bed. name's Meryl. And uh, this is a uh, podcast about... Uh, the uh, show Swamp Thing, uh, no. the uh, no. No. the uh, no. live action series. No. God, no. I feel like the Spanish Inquisition when he tries to let the other guy say it, and he just fumbles the words after hearing <laughs> it like eight times. Uh, no, uh, no. Was that was that Terry Gilliam that fumbles him? I don't know. I've only I don't even think I've ever seen that episode all the way through. Uh, nobody expects it. I'm going to have a hot take here. Monty Python's only okay. Okay. It has a lot. It, well, it's kind of like any sketch comedy show. It has... A definite and, ups and downs. Well, didn't um, <laughs> Mitchell and Webb had, this th- had, had that bit where it's just like, okay, and then we'll have this sketch be a hit, miss, mm-hmm. and then we'll have a miss and a hit and a hit and a miss, and it's like, why can't we just have them all be hits? Because then the hits don't hit as hard. Yeah. And sometimes it's just hard to write comedy uh, at a large scale. Yeah, they can't all be hits. You've got to be realistic with yourself. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to Swamp Things I Hate About. We're doing it again? (laughs) Yes. I did it perfectly the first time. (laughs) No. We're already into it. No, that's going to be cut. (laughs) No, it's not. That's the fun stuff to listen to before the, uh, the episode. Or maybe it's happening now, and now the music's starting. Uh, it might be. Hey everyone, welcome to Swamp Things I Hate About You, I'm Meryl. I'm, I'm on strike. Uh, okay. Because I, I liked the first one. And this is season... 
I'm Eric. This is season two, episode five, The Watcher. Also known as episode 18. Well, this is episode 18 of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I just like saying that. If you're counting. Well, it's, it's, it became an adult this episode. It's, it's one day, it's one day. Uh, I think we called the last ones 15 and 16, so that's why I'm just... If, um... Counting along. I think a, a TV show becomes an adult when it reaches syndication. Ooh. Uh, I'm not sure if this reached syndication. Ooh. So a lot of, a lot of uh, children... A lot uh, of dead kids out there. Yeah. A lot of dead kids. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Dead TV kids out there. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't make no. it any better. You said it. No. No, no, no. On a lighter note. No, no, no. Our episode today was called The Watcher, Watcher. It was. And, and was that, is that, isn't that a song on The Chronic? Yeah, it's the... It's, uh... it's one of the skits, kind of. Or, no, it, it leads into a is skit. Is it the opening track, or is Explosive the opening track? I don't know. I can't remember. It's been a long time since I've listened to The Chronic. Back in my day when I listened to The Chronic. 2001. Nine, five plus four pennies. 2001, though. Because there was the original The Chronic. When's... Dr. Dre. That was a different album. When's Detox coming out? Man, that was supposed to come out in like 2007 or some shit. It'll it's it'll it'll hit. It won't hit. It's gonna launch. Remember D twelve? Yeah. Detroit twelve, the band with only six members. So they each had to take on their own personality. That was a fun I one. I think I think one of them's dead. So two of them? Yeah. Yeah. Tragic. Yeah. I don't know if we can do the episode anymore. I just bummed myself out too much. It's too much, dude. Not just one much, but too much. <laughs> too much, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I'm on fire. I think that's how he died. Yes, double. <laughs> and it's in two, so that's a multiplier on top of it. Stop it! We've got to stop. We can't go on like this with all these puns and... Uh, p- double entendre. Ooh. Double entendre. Let's get into it. Into what? Into the episode. Okay. Uh, so this one starts off, and Tressa is taking two hicks out fishing. And, and they uh, are really pleasant. They are just creepily pleasant right off the get go. Those yeah. smiles. Yeah, the, they the sure smiles. do. They are smiling like uh, like imbeciles and talking a bunch of hillbilly nonsense. And uh, so they head out onto the boat, and the one of the hicks starts cutting bait and chops off his own some finger. Some sausages. Some sausages. Yeah, and then he chops off his own finger. Gnarly. Not did not see that coming. That was the that was the most shocking swamp thing moment thus far, in my opinion. I think it was gross because he chopped his finger off on top, top of, of meat. Yeah, so on top of meaty. like a, on top of like a liver or something. Yeah, upon second watching of that one, you can see the robot uh, wires and innards of the finger to cool it, cool down the moment a little bit. Yeah, but very Terminator esque uh, scene. Yeah, so Tressa starts freaking out, 
And then he takes off his hat to reveal a microchip on his forehead. Uh, obviously, meaning he's a with the with the uh, like the circuitry in the hands. Obviously, he's a robot. In case you didn't catch the, the small detail of that. And then he tells Tressa he's sorry she had to see that, and we cut to credits. And it's a regular, I'm the swamp. I don't think so, men do. Blah, 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 blah. Don't, bring your, don't bring your evil shit here. I'll fuck, I'll fuck your world up. I'll turn you into a tree. He doesn't treat anyone in a We don't want none that. We don't want no don't scrubs. Bring that here. I don't want no scrubs in the swamp. Something sounds like he's like a... Uh... Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, guttery yeah. bartender. Like, we don't want none of you around here. We don't want no scrub. We don't, we don't want, want, we don't want no sci- super scientist around here. I used to be a scientist. He's just like an old prejudiced bartender. Well, he's got right to be prejudiced. Look at what men have done to his, uh... Beloved swamp? Yeah. True. Mucking about? Yeah. So, we get back from the credits, and the Robo-Hicks are trying to drown Tressa. Did you get that, the ro- the, the mucking about pun? Yeah. Good. Because of, of, <laughs> of, of the swamp oh, nature man, of the chest. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so, Swamp Thing shows up and kicks their asses and rips off one of their arms. Uh, and apparently tears them to pieces even more. Um, uh, so he picks up Tressa and presumably takes her home. So uh, wait, did Teresa witness Swamp Thing in that moment, or was she knocked out? I I'm think doing she air was, quotes. I think she was, like, knocked out, or... Because you see her grasp onto him, though. I think it, it might be that the last thing she remembers is dude cutting his finger off, and then she kind of, She was like, so in shock. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. The only person so far to, uh, on the good guy side who actually like interacts with Swamp Thing so and far sees, as well. who's actually like interacted with, with him and seen him, and talked to him and remembered it as well. Right. It's and, just, and we've gotten. You know, it's always been one of those. Uh, uh, what I can't think of the word I'm thinking about. Uh, they tease it a lot. Yeah, um, it's they kind of do the. Um, this last season, it's been like three episodes where she's like in direct contact with them. Well, she but saw still the fake one that it. killed that DA. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we cut to the evil factory and Arcane is in some kind of robotics lab talking to one, talking to the head of one of the robo hicks. <laughs> the head bot. Yeah. And he is literally talking a bunch of hillbilly nonsense. So Arcane Tells Graham uh, to get the Robo Hicks fixed and to turn down the redneck level. And so. They were so. So, this is kind of funny. So, apparently, the reason they're so rednecky is because it's all because of Graham. He thought that that would be a good idea. Program it into him to make him seem more. To uh, make him blend in. Yeah. Giggle. Turn, turn up the redneck like it's a dial. Yeah, and they did. It's like I don't think he turned it down. I feel at like all. the dial would be their head itself, and the neck itself would be the, what you twist. Yeah, it darkens it. the hue. I get it. This was a weird point. So yeah, we learned they've been cutting off. The general's been cutting off their funding because they never found that baby from the blown up boat in the first episode of the season. <laughs> but. 
they apparently know they they say in like the next sentence that they know where the baby is um but the general's mad that there might be some other synthetic humans out there too okay so they were really upset about the baby what baby in the first episode the first episode of the season that introduces abigail oh the of the season up, of the season though. of this season yeah, yeah not i was thinking of the series of the series no, yeah no, of this season Dr. Woodrow's experiment. In no way can we uh, call back to something that was Jim-related. No, we can't. Jim doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Jim is, is persona non grata. He's not talked about. He is a dead boy for all intents and purposes. Is that the right? Yeah, intents and purposes. Intensive? No, intents and purposes. Intense, intents. Yeah, all intents and purposes. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, I don't know either. I think that's it. it sound, that makes more sense. Yeah. Not just intensive purposes, really. Well, learn something today. Do-do-do-do. Grammar corner. Maybe. I think that counts as a Monday thing. What? It's because it's technically a different day now. We we are, we We recorded these late in the night. I think it's technically tomorrow. Yeah, it's been tomorrow for a while. Yeah. And, and, um, um, to swamping. Yep, uh, so the hillbilly head chimes in, uh, that they were on the trail of a mature synthetic human when they got all torn up. Uh, so then Arcane shows off the robot's primary weapon, the stiletto siphon. Uh, a long, retractable needle that sucks all the liquid out of the victim. Uh, he then shows the head a uh, a barcode on a flash card, and he's like, "Scan this, and the the synthetic human you're looking for will have that." See if he won the uh, prize in the cereal box. Yeah. Or what was that? Um, it was this thing you could. It was this toy from like the late '90s, early 2000s, where you could scan barcodes and you could get like it was kind of like a pokemon ripoff where you could scan barcodes and you could get different monsters and stuff based on the barcodes and then you could have you you could fight with your friends similar to um monster rancher kind of like a monster rancher because monster rancher was more that with the yeah you you put put the different discs discs into the playstation right yeah no this one was like something to do when you're out shopping with your parents and just right you can scan different bar but i mean similar concept yeah like it, it 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 wanted you to be more con- more of a consumer. Yeah. Uh, so we crossfade from the flashcard uh, barcode to Abigail's tattoo, which we should remember is on her inner thigh. So it's just a close up yes. of her inner thigh. Uh, and so tr- uh, she is sitting on the bed with Tressa, who is recovering from her, her attack. Uh, the doc is there, and he gives her, he talks about how he gave her a sedative, and then he leaves. He's just there, yeah. and he leaves. I, he just, <laughs> I think he just contractually needs to be there in every episode. Yeah, and it seems like it this season. Uh, so as he's leaving, they hear a noise uh, outside, and they're all spooked. And so Abigail runs up to the window, and... You see some underbutt because Ooh, it, 
Yeah, a lot of lot of uh, Abigail in this episode, which I, I'm not complaining about. She's she's a babe. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know it's uh, it's Carrie will Carrie Ware. I think so. What's her name? Yeah. Um, it's a better addition than uh, a a ten to eleven year old boy that's shirtless all the time. It's like a, it's a way better than that. It's she's at least it will actually. Even with Will, Will's shirtless a lot too. So it's like they kind of add, uh, they kind of added something for everyone. But I haven't, season. I haven't noticed because most of the time Will's in the foreground, Abigail's on screen too, and I don't know, man. You, you, Will with his shirt off's pretty. Like during pretty during right. this episode, I was trying to remember what her name was, and I wasn't paying attention to the screen for that, like three minutes when they were talking about her, like, giving her a birthday or whatever. I don't, so I don't know if we talked about No, that we haven't gotten to that Oops. yet. But, yeah, no, during that whole shit. But, uh... <laughs> um, but the only thing I would have taken notes on was just the fact that she's a babe. Yeah. That's all well, I would have had to say. That my only comments I could have made during that would have that's been... That's why I have to take all the notes. ...related to... Well, you take the practical ones. We don't need double sets of practical notes. Yeah. Uh, so as he's leaving, yeah, bu, 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 bu. uh, so Abigail goes outside to, uh, help Will, uh, with all the stuff he dropped, and we learn that Abigail has never had a birthday before, being a test tube baby and all. What? I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, so the doc comes by hearing about birthdays and starts jabbering on about some bullshit and, and how, about how it's normal that someone might not know their own birthday, which isn't it's a totally fucking weird thing doc i don't know what kind of like shady shit you're running but most people have at least an idea of what their birthday is or have celebrated a a birthday um and then he brings up um unbirthdays and they start talking about alice in wonderland for a second and it's really weird uh so the doc says that it might be good for Tressa to plan a party. You know, that's always a good thing to do after you're almost drowned. Is just like, yeah, work in the kitchen and plan all yeah. this stuff on very short notice. Toil. You need to toil, toil a little bit yeah. today. <laughs> so then uh, Abigail gets a weird shiver, and we cut to the two uh, cyber billies walking up to a cop. And sucking out all his fluids, and he falls. He falls to the ground, uh, desiccated mummy. The fluidless cop. Oh, that was silly. I thought they were gonna steal the car too, but they didn't. They just kept walking. Oh, what did the fluidless cop look like? There was so I can't think of. It was like a mummy. It was like, uh, like... But it was just he was so sucked up. He looked like something in particular. Like a desiccated raisin man corpse. Like uh. Uh, reminded me of uh, Meltman. Nah, Meltman. Meltman. He had that. I don't know. He was just so. The, the, no, his he was blurry. I he will, became blurry. I will argue, day and night, that he's not like Meltman. Meltman is so, has so much fluid. He's so. He is. He's the yeah. opposite. Yeah. But the the. The. Uh, You're he, wrong. You're wrong. He's not Meltman. I, I know will fight he's you not. Tooth I, I didn't say he, he was. No, you're saying he's exactly Meltman from from Kablam's 
You're right. I said exactly. You said he's exactly the same thing. Exactly. He's the exact character in the credits. You'll look and it says Indistinguishable. As indistinguishable as. It's actually, they they based Meltman off this guy. And Swamp Thing would have sued them if they hadn't been off the air. Man. Yeah. I gotta get my shit together. You do. You need to do like a second of research before you open your mouth. <laughs> oh, before man. you start talking. <laughs> Sorry, too far. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Wow. Well, cut, I'm, I'm cut, reeling. I'm reeling. I'll cut that out. I'm reeling. On there'll that be a one. big. Be- there'll be a big beep there. I'm sure there will. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> birthdays. Again? Uh, okay, so Tressa's feeling better, apparently. Uh, maybe because she's in the kitchen cooking. I mean, I guess the doc, the yeah. doc must be right. She's on her feet. Uh, and Abigail's getting all antsy because she wants to help, and everyone's like, "No, we're doing this." It's like, oh, but, but mom, but mom, mom. Uh, so Abigail starts shivering again, like intensely, and really, really is making a face like she's having an orgasm. It's like, what would suggest that? The fa- <laughs> the fact that she was like moaning and shivering and grabbing her crotch. Not her crotch, I guess her tattoo that is on her inner thigh. Man, dude. Man, dude, you would say so good. Yeah. Yeah, no, I completely. Uh, so but man, we'll... she's so much so bad. And so there's a knock on the door, Will goes to answer. And it's one of the Billy Borgs, and Abigail yells at him to lock the door while grabbing at her crotch. Um, sorry, her thigh tattoo. It's her thigh tattoo. Get it right. Uh, so, so the cyber hick punches through the door, and then they cut to commercial. Nice timing. Yeah. Yeah. So when we come back, uh, Will asks what those things are, and Abigail explains that they are uh, that they're like the watchers she had back at the government house, and that really explains nothing except for giving them a title. And giving this episode a title. Am I right? Watch Watch it. So Tressa starts freaking out. Hmm? Was that allowed? Yeah, we can say say stuff in a whispered tone. Good. I don't think Dr. Dre owns that. No. You don't own me. I think it's transformative and fair use. Punk? Hashtag fair use. You punked out with those Beats headphones. Oof. Hey, I have a pair of Beats headphones. Well, consumer whore. No, I got them because they were. Yeah, you did, didn't you? Yeah, they were free. They, yeah. It was a, it was a, <laughs> it was a weird uh, thing where my boss was wrapped up in Amway, and he gave us a weird gift card that was like, "Yeah, you can use it on. You can use this tier of gift card on this tier of gift." I remember that. I yeah, remember that. Like, oh fuck! Where were we? Uh. Oh yeah, Tressa starts freaking out uh, because one of the, one of her attackers was back breaking yeah, into her she house. She recognized him, and so Will gives her a pan to defend herself, and he's like, "Yeah, if you you see any of them, just bash them." Uh, so Abigail runs upstairs to lock the window, 
Uh, but there's already a Robo Hika up there. So she, uh, she, like, throws a pot at him or something and runs downstairs. But then a pair of, or not a pair of hands, but just a hand busts through and grabs her legs. So Will runs up and with really bad Foley work, that's just like, kicks the, um, kicks the hand off. I don't know what caught me about that, but just the Foley on that was real bad. Uh, so he runs upstairs to try to deal with the robot up there, and, uh, he, punching it doesn't work, so he tries to compromise with it, and it ends up throwing him out a fucking window. Oh, the slow-mo out the window. Yeah. Was it good? Was it bad? It was... Um, well, it cut away before he landed, so it was definitely, he just landed on a pad. But it looked like it was him. He's probably... He's probably a young enough actor that they're like, yeah, just just do just this. Do it. Just do this. Just do it. Um, Abigail's still hot. Yeah. During the scene. So yeah, Abigail sees uh, Will getting thrown out the window and yells when, when the other robot, Hick, comes at her. And then Tressa runs in and starts bashing him in the head with a pan. And so they... Uh, both run outside to go help Will. And, uh... What happens? Where am I? The uh... Oh, yeah. Uh, Abigail runs outside to help Will, and uh, she tells him that the Watchers are just after her, so if she run- if she goes away, they, they won't- they'll stop attacking him and-, and Tressa. And so the big robot... Goes out the second window and just jumps onto the ground, which I thought that was pretty cool. Just how yeah, that was a cool scene. He just it. walks out and basically just steps down. And then the other guy, the other Robo Hick, comes out and says some nonsense. That it, oh, I wrote it down. Um, uh, mornings like this make you want a bear hug. Good news. Yeah. And he said it like that. He, he, he maybe didn't say it, good news as enthusiastically as I did, but he said it as well, if it was just the end of that statement, <laughs> which is really weird. I don't know if I don't know if that was like you uh, want to bear hug the news itself. Yeah. Uh, so Abigail runs off, and the robots chase after her, and she gets on a little boat and motors herself away. Uh, so the Robo Hicks just Terminator walk into the water, following after her. And we cut to the... I want to know if they walked on top of the muck, or sank all the way down to the bottom end of the muck, and then just drudged through the muck. They are probably, like, ankle deep or knee deep in the muck. But muck is, muck is deep. Yeah, they're robots. They can deal with it. They did fine. They, they apparently got there faster than she did. Yeah, somehow. Uh, so yeah, we cut back to the evil factory, and Arcane is bitching to Graham that the workers on one of his project uh, holes aren't working enough, or working hard enough, or and then uh, number seventeen. Yeah, and then Graham tells him that the general suspended that project uh, until they're sure there aren't any more test tube babies out in the wild. Good. And, uh, get them, just get them out. Get them out of there. 
Yeah. And then uh, Graham tells Arcane that the robots are currently on. They, they got the signal that the robots are currently on the hunt, but the tech's too limited for them to tell where they currently are until they confirm the kill. Oh, well. Which I think is a very weird technology. Where it's just like, yeah, we can we can send out a confirmation signal, and then we can send out a kill confirmation signal, but we can't send out a just like a regular just homing, homing signal. signal, yeah. And their eyes are full of muck or something, so they can't see what what's being recorded. So I guess we've never seen Arcane regularly interact with Abigail. Um, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, the only time that happened was when uh, Swamp Thing was in was in his body, and you don't think he knows what Abigail looks like, so he still doesn't know that Abigail's a test tube baby. Hmm. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. So before Arcane leaves, he tells Graham something about one of the w- workers being a uh, bit of a dawdler. And to give him some bad health benefits. And I'm just like, so is this giving... Well, well, I don't know if it's killing him or if it's just like... Turn him into a... Turn him into a pigman? Maybe, or it might just be that it's just like... He becomes an experiment? No, it might just be that it's it's a uh, turn him... Just not... No, not turn him into anything. God damn it. No, it's just that, you know, it's just giving him shittier health benefits. Just giving him shittier health insurance. <laughs> Drop him down a tier. Yeah. And now he's on a um, I like that even HMO. more. Uh, but it's probably something where he's going to give him, like, cancer or something. Uh, it's a wonderful day for Sansa. Uh, so Abigail reaches the shore, and then, uh, she starts running into the swamp, and she just sits down. She sits down on the ground, she's, like, overwhelmed. And then a robo-billy springs up from the bush right next to her, and, like, he was just laying down on the ground. Like, he was waiting there for her. Yeah. And then he he starts chasing her. Says something crazy. He says some, yeah, he says, um some catchphrase that Swamp Thing ends up repeating later. Oh, um, bingo, Missy. Bingo, Missy, yeah. Um, so yeah, as she's running through the, the, running through the swamp, we hear Swamp Thing say, Don't be afraid. I'm a friend. Will's friend. I know it's hard to believe a voice on the wind. Uh, but Abigail's fine because she hears voices all the time. (gasps) She's still crazy. Yeah. (sighs) Good, because I was I wasn't sure. You know, it's been a couple episodes since she's yeah, since said she's something used to... crazy or. I mean, she she was just coming in her pants before. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Um. So then Swamp Thing tells her to get into the pond, and uh, so he can take her through the dark, because the dark. Is the shortest way to the light. Duh. And it's like, is it? Yeah. Are you sure. Yeah. Get to my house through poetry. Uh, she asks if he understands, and she says no, but it's okay. And it's like, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that if I didn't understand what was going on. 
In the swamp. Yeah. So, yeah, she starts uh, running into the pond, and then she sinks down, and she comes back up in some kind of ancient-looking grotto with, like, uh, some statues and stuff carved in the walls and things. You can You can say it. It, it was... I wasn't going to say that yet. We haven't seen... We didn't see him yet. Oh. God damn it. You got to say spoilers if you're going to be spoiling. We're on those scenes anyway. I just get I just man, get to the punch a little early. You're fucking up the tension, man. Man. Just edit that out for later. Man. F*** it. Man. And that. So that no one will know. Uh, so Abigail asks uh, if she's going to have to stay there forever and that Will and Tressa were throwing her a birthday party. And for some reason she goes off on about how Tressa's not a very good cook, but she's at least excited <laughs> that the cake will have her name on it. Uh, and it's my birthday. And... It's my birthday. And do you have a birthday? And um, she keeps talking for a bit until she realizes that no one's listening or at least responding. Wait, in the show or in the audience? Because she just got out of a pond in a white shirt. What are you talking about? During that whole scene. What are you talking about? I wasn't really paying attention. (sighs) Bingo, Missy. Uh, So one of the hicks pops out (laughs) of the water into the grotto. And Abigail runs away, but is stopped by the other Hickbot. Uh, she thinks that it was the Hickbots that tricked her into coming there, and uh, she throws a rock at him and runs away. It seems like you can just throw shit at these guys and run away. How do they think that's going to work after the house thing? Um, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so she runs away, uh, but is grabbed by the other one, and he backhands her, and she falls into the water. And so the both of them, the both of them watch her, uh, and she doesn't come up. Watch, uh, watch. So they assume that she's dead. And then uh, Swamp Thing says, "There's nothing in that pond for you." Uh, and then shows up in front of a statue of Almic from Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah. Uh, so both of the the robots come up and stab him with their stiletto siphons. And then we cut to Abigail popping up out of the water, where um, Will is also there. Will, Will's also wherever she popped up from, for whatever reason. Yeah, he made it. And then we cut back to the robo You think he's been there before? That seems like Swamp Thing's house. It, no. I don't think so. I called, I it, I called it Swamp Thing's house in my notes. Olmec lives at Swamp Thing's house. I've they hang out. I've written down a, a, a grotto that's a part of Swamp Thing's lair. Um, it was like his living room. Uh, but we cut back to the robot Hicks, and they can't take all the liquid that Swamp Thing has to dish out. <laughs> uh, apparently, he made his inner fluids more acidic, and it's destroying them from the insides. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, uh, so, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then they start foaming out of the ears, mouth, and... I feel like they hold on that scene of them just, like, shaking with foam in their mouth for, like, a beat too long. For a, for a while. I feel like they Intimidation. cut... Intimidation. They cut back to... They cut back between them one too many times. 
Uh, so then Swamp Thing says, uh, <laughs> I didn't write down what he says, but I just wrote down, so Swamp Thing says a quip and is pleased with himself. Bingo, Missy. That was it, yeah. It was just bingo, Missy. Bingo, Missy. Oh my god. Uh, then we cut back to the arc, uh, to the robotics lab where Arcane is confirming with Graham that the robot sent the kill message. And so they believe that their target's dead, and they're getting their funding back. Oh yeah. Party at the Evil Foundry. Pop! Now get back to work while I drink this champagne. Uh, then we are. Then we cut to Abigail's party, where Abigail says that Tress's cake is good. What? So it must be good. Um, what a twist. What a twist. And then she goes to light her candle, and Will's like, no, you can't make a wish twice. You only, you already made your wish. Stop ma- trying to make a <laughs> no, wish. One you need wish. to stop it. One wish. And he just slams the cake. He just slams his fist right in the cake, and everyone's just like, whoa, Will. Whoa. And then, then, and then it just ends on that sour note. Yeah. Show ends, ending credits. Uh, but Rolling. what actually happens is uh, she lights a second candle and oh. explains that she wants to make a second wish for her friend that isn't there right now. Oh, wow. That's nice. A.K.A. Swamp Thing. But I don't think she actually has met Swamp Thing. Uh, but she wishes for him to ha- one day have a birthday. I mean, let's not, let's not wish one for all the other uh, sad uh, test tube kids who don't have birthdays. But let's go, you know, Swamp Thing can be remembered. I think it's just her and the baby. I think the rest of them died in that explosion. Oh. Let's not have a memory for them or Jim. Um, so then uh, Swamp Thing lowers into the swamp uh, with a voiceover saying, Birthdays never meant anything to me before, but now it's the thing I can't have anymore that seems so important. And then it ends. Wait, we didn't even mention Abigail's only one. Is she? Yeah, it's a, yeah, the birthday cake had a candle that was just one. Well, it was her first birthday. Well, no, we don't know how many candles. Right, they, but they, they still, they just, they just, they, they show us a number even then. Why not just have some normal candles on it, but the, the well, number no, they, one, they had one candle. Well, I think they just had one candle because she, she put a candle back on after she blew, blew out her candles. But it wasn't a normal candle, it was the number one. Was it? Yeah. Bit, uh, it was maybe, like a big chunky white number one candle. Yeah, for her first birthday party. Yeah, Abigail's only one. And also, everybody had cake. Everybody had a piece of cake, but there was only one slice missing from yeah. the cake. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that I hope the pro- whoever was whoever was in count- accountable for that blunder lost their job over that. They better. They better. So yeah, besides uh, some of that little stuff, though, overall that was a good episode. Yeah, it was weird. It, it was, was weird. Th- it was weird that it was actually good. It threw me off from the from the get go. Within the first minute, a dude cuts off his own finger. Yeah, and then Arcane cannot does not like these weird hillbilly robots. At one point, I didn't mention it, but at one point while they're doing the wrap up scene, like one of the the robot spits in his face and says, "Oh yeah," uh, says, "Bingo, Missy." In and, a different voice. No, I think it's the same. Seems kind of slowed down sounding. I think it well oh. is. He is probably processed a little bit. Um, 
but yeah, you know, it wasn't a terrible episode. I was uh, interested to see what, what went on. I feel like they could have fleshed out... I feel like Swamp Thing didn't have a real big part in this episode. He, like, came in at the beginning and then came back in at the end. Yeah, a little bit. And it was it was mostly... The Endless ch- But regardless of that, it still was an episode where the... I don't know. The overall plot of everything was it wasn't far it wasn't overly far fetched. I mean, even though it was robot cyborg things coming to I think to it, hunt her down, it was I think it's it was the, interesting the entire time, and it it stayed be you know it stayed a thing. There wasn't there wasn't a problem that showed up and then got solved within thirty seconds. Yeah, it was. I think it's the right level of, um, like, kind of comic booky. Yeah, a little a, bit. A little bit silly. The the robot Hicks were definitely kind of a comedic. Element. I think I think Arcane was too bumbling this one though. Like I don't. Mm, he was too much of a comedic thing. He was. He was at the. At no of, point was he menacing. This episode, he was just. Well, he didn't interact with anyone but but Graham. Right. That's what I mean, though. It's. The menace, the menace came from the robots. After last episode, when he got kind of bitch slapped, and then Swamp Thing uh, got him in trouble with the general. He's yeah. he's still in a. And we kind of see the consequences from that in this episode, where I he's suppose. getting his budget cut. Uh what what would you what would you give it? Seven. Uh seven. What out of what? Seven, uh, uh, seven, sevens, seven sevens out of how how many sevens? It's ten, it's out of ten. ten, 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 ten sevens. Seven, t- seven, t- so seven tens out of ten se- se- Okay. Ten tens. I'll give it. Crank it up to eleven. I'll give it seven uh, stiletto siphons. Ooh. Yeah. So it's seven and seven. And For an average of seven. Se- sevens. Yeah. I think we did it. Seven. Seven. I mean, yeah. Yes, we did. So, how's James Bond been? Yeah, it's been a little bit of a James Bond kick. Yeah, I've been on a kick of it for a little while. I just realized Netflix had, uh, like, eight or ten of the movies. and How many of them are there? Like, 23 or 24 or something? Somewhere in the low 20s. Like, it's low 20s. It's still a lot for a series of movies. It is. I mean, even though considering it's been since the early 60s, so it's, you know, got 50, what, 50, 55 55 plus odd years. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's been good. It's been good. Yeah, otherwise I really haven't been watching much. Yeah. Did I watch the new, yeah, no, I did, I did. Watch the new Discovery? Yeah. I got that out of the way today. I don't remember. I can't think of what happened. 
Uh, it was uh, Dude's Home Planet. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now I remember. Yeah. That's vague enough for anyone who hasn't seen the... Yeah. Yeah, I know where... Yeah. Yeah, that was a good episode. I liked that one. And I've been pounding through... What What did I do? I've been pounding through... Um, Umbrella Academy on Netflix. Umbrella. Yeah. Yeah, I've got like two or three episodes left on that. It's pretty good so far. Nice. Nice. I don't know how to describe it very... I, I It's kind of like... I think like kind of... Um, it's kind of like if... If the X-Men... if. Professor X was kind of an asshole. From what you were telling me about it before, it sounds like a cross between X Men. It's like X Men meets Gunslinger Girl. Um, uh, but the thing is, the, they're not like, people just bred for being. But being I think that. the thing with it is where, where we start at in the first episode, they haven't been a team since they were like kids. They like or since they were like oh, teenagers. Well. So they like split up and, and so it's not that it's like this, this big, like superhero, we got a, this, this big functioning actual X-Men team. It's just like, no, these people kind of don't like each other all that much. There's a reason why they, they haven't seen each other for several Mm -hmm. years. But But now against their, uh, their wills, they want to, or they have to. Days in apocalypse coming. Yeah. Well, actually, no, that's not what brings them together. There's something else that brings them together, but... A big magnet? Yeah. People magnet? It's actually uh, just People James Bond's magnet. magnet. It's James Bond's magnet Ooh, watch. The magnet watch is a good watch. Yeah. With the buzzsaw. With the buzzsaw attachment. Ugh. Yeah, otherwise, uh... Playing Wolfenstein. Uh, the... What's it called? The Wolfenstein. The Old Blood or whatever. It's not the newest one, but it's like a, it was like a DLC from... Okay. Wolfenstein, the remake or whatever it's called. How's that? It's pretty alright. It's shooting, shooting Nazis. Nice. A little late to the game on it, but... Wolfenstein was, I think, the first, like, normal game I ever beat when I was a kid. Like the original one? Yeah, and then Spare of Destiny. It's alright. They actually, um, they have little, they have little secret levels where you go and you take a nap and you dream and then you're playing, like, the original, original-ish looking Wolfenstein levels where all the, uh, enemies or sprites oh, no. and they have that weird thing where they're always facing you no matter Ooh, where the and the life gauge gets more and more uh bloody as you get hurt uh i think it's just the regular uh game life gauge oh, that was the that was the the best part of that game only oh, at that point since i was like i was like five or six when that was a thing that that scared the crap out of me i hated getting hurt because it just I don't want to see that time, scary meter. Yeah, by the time it would get really bad, it would just be like all super bloody. I was like, I didn't like it. That well, that was the one where I might be thinking. That's the one. Yeah, Wolfenstein's the one where it's like you're as, as you get more hurt, the guy's face gets more bloody. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's your life meter. There's a. Lot, I think there might be a little percentage next to it or something, but yeah. 
But yeah, BJ Blaskovitz. Good game. Yeah. The new one's real fun, too. Is it still made by ID? Is yeah, ID it's, still a thing? Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's still it. doing stuff. Is it id? Yeah, Not it's ID. id. Oh, yeah. never knew that. Learned two things today. Yep. Yeah. Dang. Uh, I think that's, uh, that's going to about do it. But I don't want to go. Okay. Gotta, I, 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 I've, I've run out of stuff to talk about. Yeah, no, I'm done too. Alright. Well, uh, <laughs> I guess uh, until next time, we'll see you in the swamp. Yeah, see you in the swamp.